I see these interior designers being published in magazines, newspapers, and online articles. They are quoted as experts on opinions about interior design. Is there something that I can do to get in those? Yes, absolutely. There is something you can do, and I will tell you exactly what it is. Welcome to the Designer Discussions Podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. So what Maria just asked about, there's actually two answers to that question. There's definitely designers that have just a great reputation with the media and the media do reach out to them to get quotes for articles that they are working on. But you don't have to be one of those yet um, in order to be mentioned. There's a much easier way for um, you to get quoted as an expert in different articles. And it's called HARO. It stands for Help a Reporter Out. It's a service It's really a service that sources experts that can contribute um, to media articles. And the people who submit the queries, queries are the questions that are out there that you can respond to. So journalists use the service when they are in need of people, of content, you know, and of expert quotes and trend information for a lot of different things. And the beauty of the service actually is it's free, you know, so you can go to their website. It's helpareporter.com and you can sign up for the service for free and you will get three emails every day with a lot of different queries, right? And there's different topics in it. There's business and technology and health. And then there's lifestyle and general. And those are typically the two areas that the queries show up in that are intended for interior designers. And I will say that the HARO service, it doesn't work for every industry, but it's great for interior design because so many articles are written and so many queries show up. I've been monitoring all the HARO queries every day for the past probably year and a half. And I see at least 30 different queries every month. So that's 30 opportunities for you to submit your expert opinion and get media coverage. And I'm not saying you should do 30 a month. That would be a lot, you know, but once you get into it a little bit, you're going to learn um, which ones are, are good for you and which ones are not. Um, they come from so many different media outlets, you know, and maybe you think, oh, these are just like the, the tiny blogs that nobody really reads, but that is not the case. You know, you see very, very notable media outlets that um, go to Haro to, to get their content. Uh, in my membership, for instance, over the past year plus, I've seen coverage in the Wall Street Journal, you know, House Beautiful, Better Homes and Gardens, Apartment Therapy, you know, really notable media outlets. And this is all online coverage, typically, for Haro. You are not talking print um, 
print coverage, we're talking online mentions. But that's what you want too, you know, because it helps with your positioning, it helps with your SEO um, actually greatly because the third party credibility of a media outlet pretty much trumps every other um, website that's out there. So it's it's really good to get for a lot of different reasons. And it's much easier than you think. So Miriam, I've signed up for Haro, but I get three emails a day and they have a list of like 70 to 100 different queries. How do I know which ones are good ones? Um, how do I know which ones I, I should be responding to? How do I know what to say to these people? Can you give me some direction? Yes. So one way to whittle it down a little bit is that you can actually sign up just for the areas that are relevant for you. So you could sign up just for the general topics and the lifestyle topics, which is where the bulk of the queries for interior design topics show up. Um you can actually in my membership, I also I actually go through all of them and I pick out just the ones that are for interior designers. That makes it a lot easier because it is a lot of content to go through, I will say. But you can once you you have it um, whittled down to just the ones that are relevant for interior design, you want to think about a few things. You know, you want to look at the outlet and make sure um, that it makes sense for you, even though I wouldn't necessarily discriminate, especially if you're just starting out, because even a small mention on a blog or on realtor.com or on sites that you might not think of as prestigious really can help you. You know, you got to start somewhere, right? You definitely want to make sure that the topic of the query um, is within your wheelhouse. So pick something that's easy for you. You know, don't pick a query that's going to require you to sit down for two hours and, and you know, do a lot of work. Really pick something that you can, you think you can knock out. I think if it takes you 20 minutes to do one of these queries, that should be a long time. And when you respond, don't overthink it. You know, don't feel like you have to write poetry, okay? Because your job is to provide the content you are not writing the actual article. And what I always tell my members is just write as you speak, because that's easy. You know, if like, if you were asked the question verbally, then what would you say? And write down exactly that, you know, and keep it short. Always keep it short and only respond to the question that is asked. Don't add in a lot of other stuff, you know, keep it to one paragraph. Don't send any pictures if they don't ask for it ever. And if they do ask for pictures, you can't send attachments. Those will not go through because it's an, it's an automated platform, right? So it doesn't actually go directly to their email inbox, but it gets filtered and all the attachments get stripped. So you cannot attach anything. So all the information you want to send should be in your email. And we'll actually in the show notes post a super simple template that you can use um, to structure the email to respond to these queries. But so keep it simple, only respond to what they want and offer more help at the end. That's what I would do. 
So Miriam, if I get a great placement, like in house beautiful or Forbes, what should I do with that information after I get it? Well, you want to tell everybody about it, right? Because you're going to be so excited. Number one, um, I always love seeing um, my clients faces once they get the coverage. It's honestly, it's like Christmas because you do have to work for it. And, and somehow you have doubts that it's actually going to happen for you. But I can guarantee you that if you consistently submit to these queries, you're going to see coverage. And I'd say on average, maybe if you submit 10, if you can get one to two, that'd be a good ratio. So don't expect to send out one and then wait for the coverage. That might, you know, your odds are not going to be in your favor in that case. But that said, you don't want to miss the coverage once it's out there. So make sure you set up a Google alert in your own name and in your business name so you can track the coverage. It's also helpful to keep track of the actual queries that you send in so you know what the outlet was, what the name of the editor was, and the topic. And you can go in and Google for that specifically if it didn't show up. I will say that a telltale sign that you are going to be covered is if the reporter or the editor actually writes back to you. That means that they you've gotten their attention, and that really means that you're very likely to be included in the article. Some of them will send you a link to what they've written, but I would not rely on that. So the burden on finding the actual article is on you. So do that. But then to answer your question... Once you found it, you want to tell everybody about it, you know, and it's a, it's a digital article typically. So you want to share it on your social media, you know, you want to put it on your Instagram, you can put it in your stories. It's um, really nice to have a press or whatever media coverage you can, um, you can call it whatever you want, um, a highlight where you, where you can list all of the different pieces of, of press that you have gotten because it, it has legs, you know, it's once you get a mention in on betterhomesandgardens.com that lives on, you know, it'll still be good a year from now. And people are still going to say, Oh, well, look at, look at her, you know, I'm like, wow, that's you know, that she must really know what she's doing, you know, because she was mentioned in this expert article about kitchen design. You know, so definitely, you, and you can use it on your website, of course. Um, some people even put the latest um, coverage in their email signatures. If you have an e-newsletter, definitely let your audience know that you have been featured in whatever media it is. They they want to know about it. They like to read it. I will say though, when you post about your coverage. And don't think you can just put in a link because whenever you make people do more work, they're less likely to actually do it. So just when you post on Instagram or on Facebook, um, maybe write a little, pull out the most important part of the coverage or say, thank you, Better Homes and Gardens, you know, for featuring me. You can tag the media outlet on, on all the social sites after you get coverage, they like that actually, because you're giving them exposure as well, you know, and you can show gratitude, which helps build that relationship further. Um, but yeah, so um, just make a shout out and then put in the link 
if at all, but I can promise you that most people are not actually going to click on the link and read the whole article, you know, until they see your name. So don't be discouraged. Even if you just get a small mention at the end of the article, it still means you're featured and you can use it to your advantage. There's something we have to mention about the HARO deadlines because they are fierce, right? So you get three emails every day. You do ideally want to make sure that you respond to the queries as quickly as possible, because if you think about the editor sitting there at his desk or her desk, I'm like, if they get 20, 30, 50 responses, it depends, you know, what kind of query it is and what the outlet is. But if they go through the first 10 or 20 and they have everything they need, they're probably not going to read the rest of it. So it is to your benefit if you're one of the earlier responses that they do get. And every HARO query has a deadline. And don't think of that as just a suggestion because it is an automated platform. And once the deadline is expired, the email address is not going to work anymore. Okay. Also, when you first get started out, do note that you have to sign up for the service in order to be able to send the email. And it doesn't take a long time, but it's just an additional step that you have to do. And do memorize which email address that you used to sign up for the service, because you'll only be able to send submissions um, to the queries through that email address. If you use your Gmail and you have a business um, email too, Haro is not going to know that the two come from the same person. So always send your um, Haro submissions from the same email. Okay, so I think we've covered the basics of what it takes um, to get quoted as an expert in a lot of different media outlets. You know, it's whatever you put into it, you're going to get out of it. And if this was a lot of information, go to our show notes because we're going to have a mini tutorial and a template in there that's going to help you get started with your HARO submissions and help you get some press for yourself and your business. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening.